You're listening to the Travel Geniuses Podcast for travel agents who love planning vacations for their clients, but wish the business side of things was just a little bit easier. This is episode 54, and in this episode, I'm giving you a little bit of tough love. Hey, Travel Geniuses, Christy here. Thanks for joining me for another episode. This one's a little different. I'm a little nervous, and this is actually like my fourth attempt at this. Um, I don't have an outline. Maybe I should have an outline and I wouldn't be struggling so much, but I'm, I've just gotten this idea and I'm really excited about it. And I'm afraid that if I outline it and I think about it too much, I will chicken out and I will decide it's not such a great idea and people are going to think it's stupid. So maybe I won't do it after all, but I really think it's important. So I am going to just try to push through that and hopefully you'll get something out of this. This is not so much an educational episode. Like I don't think there's going to be a worksheet or anything. Uh, It's more a little tough love for you and me. Um, Don't ever think that there's ever a single episode that I've done where I'm just like, I've got this mastered and I'm just educating you people who aren't as far along as me because this is all literally stuff. Everything I share is something I've probably just worked through and have struggled with for years and years and years. So don't think I'm sitting here thinking I'm perfect. I'm sure there's a million things you're better at or know more about than I do. Um, so this is liter- this is something I have been kind of working through for years, I'm sure, but really more Um, I've kind of had a breakthrough over the last couple of days. And that is just the importance of talking about what you do and being bold about sharing what you do and being proud of that. I talked in the last episode about seeing your value and believing that you help people. Well, now this episode is about declaring that. If my mom listens to this episode, she's going to be super annoyed because she hates when I give the backstory to things before telling, like getting to the point. She's like, you've just spent 10 minutes giving me the backstory. Can you just tell me what this is about? But I do want to share the backstory and a little bit about how this has shown up in my life. And then I'll share like my aha, it might not go in that order. Like I said, I don't have an outline, but I just want to share a little bit about what I've struggled with so that if you're struggling with something similar, you can maybe recognize it. But I have a really big problem thinking I can and trying to control what people think of me. And the way this shows up is, um, and I actually didn't realize it until I was talking to my business coach a couple weeks ago. And realized that I kind of dragged my feet a little bit around promoting my website platform for travel agents because I'm afraid if something breaks, which it will, it's technology. Nothing is perfect. A couple years ago, Google, I know, like the whole Gmail thing was down just a couple days ago. Shopify, which is a massive um, program for most of the small shops online right now, and even some bigger ones that was down for most of the day on Friday. So technology is never guaranteed. And and as much as I plan and make sure that I'm on all the like top of the line tools, and make sure everything's as secure and safe and built on a solid foundation as possible, there's still always a chance that something 
will happen. And my fear has been that something will break or sites will go down for a few hours or whatever. And everybody's going to think that I was just a big scam artist and stole money from them and that I can't be trusted. And even now just saying that it's like got my heart racing. That is like my biggest fear. And my coach said, you can't control what other people think of you. Like, you know, your intentions and you know what you're capable of and what you've done and why. And beyond that, you cannot control what other people think of you. (laughs) And I used to, I still, I, my friend told me this quote, she used to tell me all the time, what other people think of me is none of my business. So I sometimes feel like I thought I was good at not worrying too much about what people think of me, but obviously I'm not because that was a major, major sticking point for me. And this, what I'm talking about today kind of follows those same lines. I don't want people to think that I'm motive, like my main motivation is money or that I'm very calculated and I'm sitting here like plotting out all of my podcast episode topics to maximize my potential for earning money because it couldn't be further from the truth. I literally just like I have an aha of my own or I I'm learning about something that I want to share with you guys and I share it. And my only motivation for that is to help you and just share what I'm learning with you so that hopefully it'll help you as well. Sometimes things fall into place. So here's an example, like here's kind of what started this thought process for me. I already have recorded an episode to be released, but I'm doing this one instead because I got this new idea. But while I was recording and outlining that episode, that'll probably come out next two weeks from now, hopefully. Um, as I was planning that and outlining it, there was this point that I was making and I thought, oh my gosh, like my insiders program would be a perfect solution for somebody who's struggling with this particular thing. It had something to do with, um, I don't even remember, honestly, but I just thought, oh my gosh, insiders would be a perfect solution for this. And then my next immediate thought was, oh, but I can't mention that because then everybody's going to think that the only reason I did this episode and talked about this topic was so I could promote insiders and make money. And I don't want people to think that of me. So I'm not going to even bring it up. And the way this might show up for you is if there's something happening in your day, having a conversation with a friend who's talking about their hopes for their next vacation, or they're talking to you about their friend's vacation or whatever it is, but there's an opportunity for you to say, Hey, here's what I do. And here's how I can help or, Oh, your friend is talking about going to Hawaii. Did you know that I um, specialize in trips to Hawaii for people just like them? So that opportunity is there to say that, but then your brain goes, Nope, they're going to think I'm annoying. They're going to think I'm salesy. They're going to think I'm being scummy and they're not going to want to talk to me anymore because they're going to think all I do is try to push my business so you keep your mouth shut and you don't say anything. Or maybe you're attending a conference or working on designing a vacation for one of your clients or on a fam trip, traveling independently, and there's something you're excited to share, but it relates to how you work and what you do for people. So you hold back because you don't want people to think, that you're just constantly shoving a sales message in their face. That's another example of how this may show up for you. Now, I want to be clear that I am not saying uh, go out and 
post 10 things a day begging people to work with you and call you to book their vacation. That's the opposite extreme, and that doesn't work either. But here's the thing. Somebody out there right now is having a really crappy vacation, or maybe not a crappy vacation, but not a vacation that is as good as it could have been because you didn't say something. Because you aren't telling people what you do and how you can help and how you can change things. There are people out there who are not having the vacation they could be having. And that's just sad. And I don't want you to forget that. So I want you to take a post-it note or a piece of paper or whatever. And I want you to write that. Write, somebody is having a crappy vacation right now because I didn't share how I can help. And put that on your monitor to remind you because... I'm sure you've heard this before. We've all, I probably have said it before and I've heard it a million times, but for some reason it is just clicking with me now that we all are doing something that's valuable and that somebody needs. And if we don't tell people, then we're just letting them have a crappy experience. I'm sorry for using that word if it offends any of you, but, um, we're, we're responsible for people not having the best experience because we're not being brave and talking about what we do because we're afraid we're going to offend somebody when really we have no control over that. And honestly, people don't think about you as much as you think they do. People don't think about me as much as I think they do. Everybody's out there just worrying about their own lives and they're not spending 10 hours a day thinking about how salesy and annoying you are. Soon after I, um, had that thought with that last episode where I was like, oh, this would be a perfect time to talk about insiders. And then I shut myself down. Steph Crowder from the Courage and Clarity podcast on Instagram had a similar situation, but she took it the other, like she actually followed through on it. She was drawing a card or something and she was like, here's my card for you. And it had something to do with Um, having a coach or a guide with you to help you do something. And she had just drawn it randomly. And then she was like, oh my gosh, you know what? If any of you, if this speaks to you and you feel like, and you're looking for a coach or a guide, I am getting ready to launch my small group program, da, da, da. And she talked about her program, swipe up if you want to join. Um, I can't, it wasn't exactly that, but something like that. So I noticed the contrast between her taking advantage of that opportunity to talk about what she does and me not doing that. And I asked her if she ever struggled with that. Like, did you have any second thoughts about mentioning that? Or do you just totally feel super comfortable doing that? And something that she said kind of helped me along this. And she said, I'm just reading this from her message to me today. I decided to be explicit and say, this message might be for you. Because if I didn't, and there was somebody out there watching my stories who just needs to be welcomed in, I've done them a disservice by expecting them to get there on their own. It's kind of like saying, I'm throwing a party without saying you're invited. So that's what you're doing if you are not taking those opportunities to talk about what you do and how you can help people. You're throwing a party, but you're not inviting anybody to it. You're just saying, oh, I'm a travel agent, but not telling anybody how they can work with you, how you can help, who you're perfect for. You have to invite them in or they're not going to know. And there are a couple of reasons why that's bad. And I've talked about one already that 
you're letting people have crappy vacations because you're not sharing what you do and how you can help and how you can help them have a better vacation. The other thing is you are not giving your business a chance. And this is kind of what this morning, um, I was like, I don't know, I sit outside (laughs) and I have my notebook and I just think about things or I'll read or I'll make my to-do list or whatever it is. And this morning I was like, okay, how can I, um, I like, I want my website platform to work. Like I'm really excited about it. I think it's something that's very much needed and I, I need to stop playing around and take it seriously. And I just got fed up with myself and I'm hoping that you will get fed up with yourself too. You're not going to grow your business if you're not telling anybody about your business. So yes, you want to help people, but also you want your business to thrive and earn you money and allow you to do what you love instead of working a terrible job or not having any disposable income to play with and have fun with or whatever your reasons are, whatever your um, dreams are for your money. The money is not the thing. It's it's the life you want with that money. But if you want that to come from your business, if you want your business to be successful, you have to talk about it. And if you're not going to talk about it and you're not going to share it anywhere and you're not going to tell people how they can work with you, then you might as well just quit right now because it's never going to grow if you are hiding it. I'm not telling you to quit. That's not really what I'm saying. Maybe you don't get it now. Maybe you this clicks for you in a year or in five years. It's taken me a really, really long time to get to this point where I am today. And I'm just literally fed up with myself. Like, why are you wasting so much time? This Like, this is literally the one thing you need to do to make it work. And the people out there that are succeeding right now, they're not any smarter than you. They don't have better connections than you. I mean, they might, but that's not what's making the difference for them. It's not who they know. Anything that they know, you can find. We have the internet. You can learn literally everything you need to right now. Um, it's not that they have more talent. It's just that they are out there doing things and being brave and putting themselves out there and maybe you're not. I have a friend who would love to be an author, but she doesn't ever take action on that. And I told her one day, the difference between you and Nicholas Sparks is not that he's a better writer than you. It's just that he's doing the work. He's writing things and putting it out there and probably got a bunch of rejection letters until finally somebody took a chance on him. And now we have access to a bunch of terrible books and movies because of that. And no offense to those of you who like him. I just, it's like the same story over and over and over again. So he's not my favorite. So for me, that's just an example of somebody. It's not that he has any great writing talent. He just does it. Some people I think just don't have the same insecurities as the rest of us. And if you can find your way through that, I think it will, I know it will change your business if you'll just be brave. And I can't remember if I shared this recently or not. It might have been in that episode I just recorded that I didn't publish yet. But I use the five second rule. Maybe it was in the value one. I don't know. Anyway, I use the Oh, it was in Insiders. I use a five second rule. So Mel Robinson, I think is her name. She has a TED talk and a book called The Five Second Rule. And I'm pretty sure 
I'm using it differently than what she intended and what she teaches and talks about. But for me, when there's something I'm scared to do, an email I'm a little unsure about sending or a podcast episode like this that I'm a little nervous about because I'm sharing just thoughts and not having a real plan around it. For you, when there's an email you want to send or something you want to post on social media or a newsletter that you want to send out that's promoting you and what you do, and you're a little nervous about it, what I do in those cases is I count back from five. So I do the five, four, three, two, one, or one, two, three, four, five. I don't even know what I do. What that does, it's not like some, I don't know, it's not like this lift off thing. For me, it just shuts my brain off because now my brain, that Uh, left side of my brain, the more logical, analytical party pooper side of my brain, it's, it's concentrating on counting. So it can't tell me all the reasons why it's a bad idea to send this email and why it's not going to work and how stupid I'm going to sound when the other person reads it or whatever. So I just like, okay, one, two, three, four, five, send. And then I refresh the page because I use Gmail and it gives you a couple seconds to undo. So I just refresh And then it's done and I can't undo it. It's sent and it doesn't matter now if my brain tells me it was dumb. At that point, honestly, that part of my brain just stops complaining about it because I've sent it and they can't make it can't stop me at that point. (laughs) And I know it sounds like I'm talking about my brain like it's not me, but it really does help just shut that those thoughts down long enough for me to get it sent and try that if you're really struggling with this, but also put that on a post-it note that you're saving people from having bad vacations. In the last episode about knowing your value, I know for sure I did talk about making a list of all the the ways working with you benefits people. Not only are they going to have better vacations, they're going to save a lot of stress, they're going to save a lot of time. So there are so many benefits to people in what you do. And if you're not talking about it, you're just making them suffer. All right. So, um, this is the next day I'm editing the podcast episode that I recorded yesterday. And in the meantime, I have sat down a bit and kind of brainstormed some ways that I could do this for my business. So I wanted to give you some additional ideas as well, so that this isn't just a episode with, um, you know, just this new aha, I had this new understanding. And I don't, well, whatever. It's not really a new understanding. It just clicked for me for some reason. And I just got really, really mad at myself. So I'm hoping that you're really mad at yourself too right now for playing it small and um, not giving your business a chance. So um, I sat down and thought about some ways that I could promote my business. And one of the first things I asked myself was, where am I playing it small? Where have there been opportunities that I could have talked about my business and I haven't because I was trying not to be pushy. So that would be the first thing I would want you to do. I don't know what your business is like. I don't know if you have a podcast or if you are really active on social media, or if you are somebody who talks to a lot of people in person, and maybe have let some opportunities pass you by, whatever it is, I want you to spend a little bit of time thinking about where have I had opportunities? And where did I drop the ball and not do the things I know I should do for my business? And it could even be something like I've seen so many agents participate in, um, conferences or trade show type events. 
and not have a plan afterwards for how they were going to follow up. Like they're collecting all these email addresses and phone numbers and not ever doing anything with them. Just hoping that that person who talked to 50 vendors that day is going to think to call them at the end of the day. So whatever it is, any opportunities that you have and have had, I want you to think about those and just list them all out and then make a plan. It's always easier if you know in advance what you want to say, how you're going to say it, have kind of thought through the situation so that at least for me, I'm not very quick on my feet. I need some time to think about things before I respond. So the first time something comes up, I might not, I might be caught off guard and I don't know what to say and I don't handle it well. But if I can plan for that, if I know, okay, this is something that happened and I didn't know what to say to invite them to my party. Uh, what could I say if that happens again and sort of have a script in your head that you feel comfortable with? What you say to somebody in a one-on-one conversation is going to be different than what you'll say in an email. So make sure that you feel comfortable both ways. And then for sure, if it's an email, write it out in advance. Like have, I use a tool called Text Expander because even the the act of like looking up something in a Google Doc and copying and pasting or looking, searching in Google for the, um, like a canned response or a saved draft somewhere and copying and pasting that, it's too much work for me. So I use a thing called Text, text Expander and you can have it you type in a certain code, for instance, if it was something for my websites, if it was like a thank you, thank you for reaching out or something like that would be like TGW for Travel Genius Websites. Thanks. So it has to be something that you wouldn't normally type in an everyday conversation or like when it couldn't be just a word thanks because then every time I type that word, what Text Expander does is it inserts whatever I've share or saved as the snippet they're called. So it can be just a few words. It can be a whole 10 paragraph email if you want. But when you type those few letters, then it fills it in for you. So you could save in text expander or wherever you want um, an email for a certain situation. And then you have that already, you don't have to sit and think about it or stress about it. It just makes it that much easier to insert it edit it a little bit to suit the situation so that it's personalized for the person you're sending it to. And then one, two, three, four, five, send and be done. Um, so as much of the planning as you can do in advance, the better. And this way you can always tweak it too to find something that works for you. I know I've talked before in past episodes about the fact that I worked at a credit card company. I thought I was working in customer service, but it ended up being so long. I'm not going to get into that's a whole other story, but I ended up actually working in collections and I didn't even realize it six to eight weeks after I was in the job. I was like, oh, it was like zero to 30 days past two, but still it was collections. And I just naively, I don't know. I thought I was just working customer service. I thought that's what they hired me for. But anyway, I'm not cut out for like, I don't want to be a collections agent. And there were a lot of things that, that I had to do and that they wanted me to do that. That was just like awkward to me and uncomfortable. But what I did was I took the scripts that they gave me, or I would listen to what other people were saying that worked for them. And then I would 
tweak it. I would try it out. No, I don't feel comfortable saying that. Try it a different way. Change some words around until it was something that I could say and feel good and natural saying, not like I was repeating what other people told me to say. And then it worked. Um, I said this in the last episode, I think, about knowing your worth, that if you aren't being sincere and you're not comfortable about what you're saying, people are going to pick up on it. And that's true with this. Uh, If you're saying something and it doesn't quite feel right, people are going to pick up on that and it's not going to to resonate with them as much and they just won't feel as comfortable. But if you keep working at it until you come up with something that feels good and you feel super confident saying it, inviting people to your party, inviting them to call you to help you plan their vacation, offering your services, bragging about yourself and making sure you're explaining to them how much better their vacations could be if they work with you. Just keep playing around with wording until you find something that feels comfortable. Now, I do want to say don't only do it if you feel 100% comfortable. At that job too, there were times when I had to say something and I didn't want to and it felt really awkward to me, but I knew I had to. So I just started doing it. I forced myself to and then pretty soon it was just so easy. It was second nature. I didn't feel uncomfortable or awkward anymore. And the same will be true with you promoting yourself. At first, you're going to feel really awkward. It's going to feel uncomfortable. You're going to be afraid that whoever you're talking to is going to be super offended and think you're annoying and pushy. And eventually you'll, you'll learn that that's not true and you'll just get over it. And then it'll be super easy. I promise when you're scared to do this, just remind yourself, this is just temporarily uncomfortable. And once I get used to it, it won't feel uncomfortable anymore. And then my last tip is just to be creative in your ideas here. Don't feel like you can only do the things that other people have done. Uh, An example of that is when I was trying to come up with some ideas to promote or talk about and invite you all to the party for my website platform or insiders group. One of the things I hear a lot of other podcasters do is say this podcast was sponsored by my product that I sell. And I've done that a couple times with this podcast too. And it just doesn't feel right for me. Um, Honesty is really, really important. And that didn't feel honest because it's not really sponsored. But I mean, If you want to get real technical, yes, it's sponsored by me and the products I sell, but it's not an outside advertiser coming in and it just doesn't feel authentic and honest to me. So if there's something like that, that you see other people doing and it just doesn't feel right to you, you don't have to do it. Just get creative and come up with new ways to do it. Really spend some time thinking about what would work and what would if it was fun and easy? That's one of my favorite things to ask myself. If this was fun and easy, what would it be like? And if it's 1000 degrees different than what everybody else is doing, like the complete opposite, it's okay. Try it and see if it works for you. That's how all these other things happened is somebody tried something new and it worked for them and a bunch of other people copied them. So maybe that could be you. You could be the first one to do it the way that feels right for you. Okay, that's all I got. Hopefully it's made sense and it's not just something that makes sense to my crazy brain. 
And I do want to know if you are brave and post something, even if you're scared, please let me know. I'd love to support you and cheer you on and, and celebrate with you when you're brave and do something that's a little scary. And remember that it's not in your control what other people think of you. You know your motivation. You know what's important to you and what you're trying to do. It's not up to you to control what other people think. And honestly, I promise they're not thinking about you in any fraction of the amount that you imagine they are. I promise. Now I am going to practice what I preach because I did just mention websites and insiders in this episode. So I told you guys I was having a party, but I didn't invite you to the party. So I'm going to do that now. I do have two uh, programs that I offer beyond the podcast. And one is my website platform. So travelgeniuswebsites.com if you want to learn more. And what this is, is a website platform for travel agents who don't want to DIY it. Um, I think personally, you have better things to do. You're you're not web designers. So you shouldn't be spending your time designing your website, you should be spending your time promoting your business and designing vacations for clients. So it's not a DIY solution. Um, It also does not promote suppliers and your consortia and destinations. It's all about you and what you do and how you help your clients and what you can do for them with their vacation planning. The main motivation for this for me was I was just really frustrated with most of the website options for travel agents were literally filled with supplier ads and supplier specials and destination content and nothing, maybe a blurb on the about page, maybe. But other than that, nothing about you on the website at all. And that doesn't help you stand out from other travel agents. And it doesn't help you stand out even from something like Travelocity or the the supplier websites directly. So I really wanted a solution for travel agents that served you better. You're paying for it. It should be promoting you. But I also know, especially when you're just getting started, that you don't always have thousands of dollars to spend on your website. So I tried to find a solution that was still affordable. So if you're looking for a new website, if you're tired of your website, that's just full of supplier ads, or you're not happy with the DIY site that you put together, or you don't have a website yet, um, you can go to travelgeniuswebsites.com and check out what I offer there. If you have any questions, please let me know. I'm happy to answer those. And then the other program that I have is Insiders. It's not open now. I will be opening that up in August or September. I'm not sure. I'm changing things. So I want to test it with my current members first. Uh, But the main benefit of Insiders is that it really helps you get things done that you don't have time for typically. It's those important things. And that's actually what the next episode will be about the one I just recorded. Um, Those important tasks that aren't urgent, they're not due today, the clients aren't waiting on anything, but it's like promoting your business and setting up your accounting and um, setting up a welcome email, getting your email list started, having a plan in place or a content calendar for your newsletter or your blog posts or your social media, all of those things like back end systems, things that help you build your business or run your business better and save you time that never get done because nobody else is counting on that just you and your business isn't going to fall apart without it being done, but it will be better and you'll save time if you do those. So what we're going to do is 
have one focus each month and you'll get a lesson and any tech tutorials that are involved. So if there's any software you need to use for it, I will have a recorded tutorial walking you through how to use it. And then we'll have brainstorming sessions. If we're talking about setting up a welcome sequence for your email list, we'll brainstorm some different topics that you can cover over that welcome sequence, things like that. And then we'll have co-working sessions so we can all, you have some accountability there because I know a lot of times most of us are working by ourselves at home in our office. Nobody's there to notice if we're working or not, or if we get distracted and go start a load of laundry and make dinner or start scrolling Instagram. So it's just a way to have some dedicated time to do some of those important things that we tend to put off. So if that sounds interesting to you and like something that you would like to participate in, you can learn more at travelgeniuses.com insiders and get on the wait list there. So there, now you're invited to both of my parties. <laughs> I hope you'll come. I'm just kidding. Um, I'm taking that too far. <laughs> but if you have any questions about either of those, go ahead and shoot me an email at christy at travelgeniuses.com. And please also send me an email if this episode has been helpful at all. I know it was a little different and it might not relate to all of you, but if you've been struggling with this, like I have, hopefully I've said something here that Uh, resonates with you and helps you push through that. And if I did, I'd really love to hear from you and I can add you to my book of proof. I do already have another episode recorded and ready to go. So be on the lookout for that in two weeks. If you're not already subscribed to the podcast, please do. The next episode is just about some tips and a tool I created that helps me stay on track and focused for the week so that I don't Um, spin my wheels and waste time not knowing what to do. I always know what I have to do. And it helps me not only um, keep on top of urgent time sensitive things, but also helps me get those things done that like I was talking about before those important things that tend to get put off because there's no looming deadline and nobody else is counting on them except me and my business. It helps me um, stay on top of those things and get more of those things done as well. So until then, have a great week.